This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. I like my singing This is Gerald Turner, your host for Singing Southern Style. Heard every Saturday and Sunday night from 6 to 9 p.m. with the best in Southern Gospel and Country Gospel. Music with a message right here on WCNO 89.9 FM, Singing Southern Style. I like my singing Southern Style. Southern Are you tired of trying to rid your home of ants, roaches, and spiders? Have rodents invaded your attic? Are you frustrated paying for service that never really seems to work? Bug Off Pest Control is there to help. After all, whose house is it anyway? With Bug Off, bugs can run, but they can't hide. David and Esther Lunder of Bug Off Pest Control believe in the ministry of WCNO. Licensed and insured, serving Martin and St. Lucie counties. Bug Off Pest Control, a corporate underwriter of WCNO, available at 343-1177. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. You ever heard anybody say, Well, I wish the Lord would hurry up and heal me. Just waiting on the Lord. Waiting on God. We need to understand you are already healed. Hmm? He provided it. He's already done it. He's already prospered. He's already saved. I mean, of prosperity and salvation and healing and everything that you ever need for your life, He provided it 2,000 years ago when the words came out of His mouth and He said, It is finished. And He took the keys of life and death from the devil and He destroyed the kingdom of the devil and He paraded Satan through the kingdom of heaven on display as a defeated foe. He's a defeated foe. Come on now. So what we need to do and what we need to learn how to to grab a hold of is that we have to learn how to appropriate the things that are in the unseen realm so that they can manifest in the seen realm. And lay hold of that, amen? How many of those unseen realities that exist right now in the present? They're all around us, amen? They just, some of them have not manifested. You know, I I said this a couple Wednesdays ago. The things in the unseen realm are more real than the things in the seen realm. As a matter of fact, the Bible teaches that the things in the seen realm were actually created from the unseen realm. Everything that you see here today came from the unseen realm. It's the same thing with us. We construct things in our imagination and in our thought process. We put them on paper and draw blueprints. Then somebody comes out and and gets some concrete and pours the concrete, builds the building, then everything. That picture of that thing that you had in the unseen realm manifests in in the seen realm. Come on, it starts in the imagination. Everything in life begins in the invisible and comes into the manifested realm. Amen? There's more going on in this room than you can see right now. Amen? Fox News is in this room this morning. ESPN is in this room this morning. CNN and and every channel you got is in this room. Come on, all them preachers on all them Christian TVs, they're preaching right alongside me this morning. Their voice is right here in this room in the unseen realm. Amen? If you had a little satellite dish you could put up on your head and a little receiver, you could tune in and watch it. Come on, you got to be able to tune in to catch it. Come on, somebody. It would manifest in the room if you could do that. 
There's a lot going on in the unseen realm. It's just not manifesting all the time. Amen. We, we call that new technology, but Abraham called it faith. Abraham said that I have the ability to call those things that are not as if they were. It's when I reach into another dimension and pull it by faith into the now. Into the now. Somebody say now. now. That's what happens when we receive a breakthrough in the invisible realm. We're reaching into the realm by faith. When we go by faith, they manifest in this realm. Amen? That means you don't have to live broke, busted, disgusted, and underneath. I mean, God didn't raise you up to just be good enough. God didn't raise this church up to just be a good enough church with good enough preaching and good enough praise and good enough worship and good enough prayer and just to get along to go along. I mean, that's not why Truth Church is here, amen? He didn't just raise us up to be another church on the Treasure Coast, just another church in Fort Pierce. No, 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 no. God didn't just give us this building to take up space on a piece of property so we can get together and make ourselves feel good about each other every weekend. That's really what this is not about. God raised this church up to be a place where the enemy gets defeated, where people get set free, where strongholds are broken, where the captive is set free. Come on, somebody. Where Calvary can manifest in the life of the believer every day and the power of Pentecost and the power of the Holy Ghost, it moves and flows in this house. Breaks the yoke of bondage over the life of those that have been in bondage and sets free those that have been captive. Amen? Come on, somebody shout today. Amen? He raised this church up to be a church of believers that walk a different walk and talk a different talk, dance to a different tune, sing to a different song. Amen? Run a race that's never been run. Oh, come on now. He's raised us up to break the spirit of religion and set at liberty them that have been bound and open prison doors and declare the acceptable year of the Lord. Oh, my God. You believe that today? Hmm. That means he's raising you up and he's raising this church up with an anointing to confront every enemy. Not run from them. Not live with them. Not cohabitate with them. Not be passive, but to confront every enemy. Amen? You know, some Christians are always looking for somebody to comfort them. It's so hard out there. Life is God, God, where you are, yeah. I seen this one group say, all they did was, went, look, they sang a song about comfort. And they must have said mercy 50,000 times. Mercy, Lord. Mercy, Lord. How much mercy do you need? He's already given it to you. Amen. Come on now. Yeah. I mean, we can borderline ridiculous, can't we? Yeah. You know, even though God sent the Holy Spirit to bring comfort to the afflicted, he's also been known to afflict the comfortable. Come on now, the sword of the Spirit's a two-edged sword, isn't that right? Come on, it's got a blade on both sides. And I believe that Jesus didn't just come to comfort us, and He didn't just raise this church up to comfort this community, but He's raised this church up to confront this community with the gospel of Jesus Christ, with truth, with truth that brings freedom. I believe He's also called our church to be a church that will comfort people. That's why we're in the social gospel too. That's why we feed people. That's why we go out of our way to help people. But we're going to set people free. Amen. 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 We're going to confront some voices that have been birthed out of religious spirits. Confront attitudes and lifestyles that have been allowed in the church way too long. I mean, I, that's really how the kingdom advances. That's really how you advance the kingdom of God. 
I believe he's birthed in a kingdom of which there's no end. All the kingdoms of the world are going to bow down. Amen? And everybody's going to have to come and worship on the mountain of the Lord one day. Come on, if you believe that, say yes. yes. Hallelujah. That's why we call Truth Church, ladies and gentlemen, because we're going to tell the truth. I mean, when you tell the truth, it ain't always popular. Hmm? Sometimes you tell the truth, people don't like to hear the truth, so they don't want to be around you. But we're going to tell the truth anyway, amen? amen? I mean, a truth church ain't just a cute name. It's a prophetic name. Amen. Mm, we didn't just call it truth church because it was catchy. I don't know about you, but there have been times in my life when the enemy has robbed me and caused me to have missed opportunities. And there's been some regret from time to time. Anybody know what I'm talking about? There's nothing that kills passion quicker than frustration. Nothing. You can be all hopped up and ready to do something for the kingdom of God and something go wrong in your family. Next thing you know, you got, well, I can't, I can't even pray. I don't even want to pray right now. I'm just so wounded and hurt. Hmm? Come on. Sometimes when you realize you spent your whole day looking at what would have been and what could have been and, and what it will be, and you just sit there getting frustrated. And then you're starting to wonder, are there ever going to be anything for me today? What a wasted day. See, that's the problem with religion, ladies and gentlemen. It spends all of its time just looking at what could have been and would have been or what God did, actually. Even the testimonies is always just looking backwards. And we, we get to the point where we just thank God for what it is. Thank God for all that's going. We got to testify. We got to we got to keep the testimony alive. Amen. I'm grateful for what God did, but let's be thankful for what He's manifesting today. Let's be thankful for what's coming down the pike today. Amen. People are usually thinking Him for what, what's happened in the past and always looking to the future, saying one day God's gonna, one day God's gonna do this, one day God's gonna do that, and when I get over the hilltop. One day I'll have victory. One day I'll break through. One day we'll get there. Reach out and touch the Lord as he goes by. One day. The only problem is, is God never lives in yesterday or tomorrow. God lives in now. Amen. He lives in the now. Now faith is. Amen. You ever heard anybody say, well, all that stuff's in my past. Can I give you a reality check? Come on. If your past is hindering your present, then it ain't really in your past. Your past is in your now. <laughs> your past is keeping you from the promise. Your past is holding you back from your potential. It's not behind you, amen? You just buried it somewhere in your subconscious, and you've learned how to tolerate it and live with it. See, that's kind of the story of what was going on with David and his brothers and Saul's army. The Bible says that David was asked by his father to go down to the front line and carry some cheese and crackers down there to his brothers. They're all down there on the front line dealing with Goliath. Now listen to me. When David was told to go down there and carry some cheese and crackers to his brothers, how I many know he'd already been anointed by Samuel to be the king of Israel? And he was anointed to be the king in front of his brothers. Saul's kingdom had already been rejected, and David had already been anointed to be the next king. And after David had been anointed, you know what he did? He went right back out into the back 40 and started taking care of the sheep. The next king of Israel, out there with the sheep. Most churches in America today, you give somebody a word and you can't get them to be an usher anymore. <laughs> well, didn't you hear what they, they gave me that word? I'm anointed. Oh, come on now. 
David gets anointed to be king and you can't even find him. Back there taking care of the sheep. Serving behind the scenes. Now watch this. Because he was serving, he positioned himself for a major breakthrough. And also, he positioned himself to become a hero. Because he was serving. While he was shepherding, he killed a lion and he killed a bear with a sling. Come on, how many know God was getting him ready where he was serving? Amen. And while he was serving, he was obedient to his father. And he was carrying cheese and crackers down to the front line for his brothers. And when he did that, it became a catalyst for him to become a hero. Can I just tell you something today? Until you position yourself to be submitted to the one that God has put in authority over your life and carry some cheese and carry some crackers, you'll never become a giant killer in your life. Amen, brother. It's being willing to submit yourself to the people that God puts in your life is what positions you for the advancement of your life. And it positions you to bring down the giants in your life. David could have looked at his father and said, Nope, I ain't carrying no cheese and I ain't carrying no crackers. You saw the prophet anoint me. I'm going to be the next king. And I'm going to hang out there with the sheep until they come get me and put me on the throne. I ain't doing it. Amen? But that ain't what he did. He just said, Okay, no problem. I'll do it. Yes, sir. I'll get down there. Come on, can I get a little help? Amen. I mean, you've got to serve your way to your destiny. Amen. Come on, you serve your way to your destiny. Amen? Jesus came to serve. Didn't he come to serve? Not to be served, but to serve. Amen? I mean, if Joseph had never been willing to interpret the dreams of his inmates, he never would have been able to interpret the dreams of Pharaoh. Serving the inmates in prison opened the door for him to the palace. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again.